This episode of Jumbled is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled for your free 30-day trial. And guess what? You get a free audiobook. Now, I'm no genius, but that sounds like a deal that's worth taking. Fight me. Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach, and I'm here by myself again, coming at you uh, direct from my basement, uh, where I always record. Johnny uh, is in Halifax, Nova Scotia, um, so he is away from his uh, computer and his microphone, and Joe is out of, uh, out of the area as well. So, uh, it's just me, just your good old, good old buddy, Zach. And, uh, you know, this one might not be that long. <laughs> I said that, to, I said it about the last one and then it became, you know, a much longer, uh, podcast than, uh, you know, than I had intended it to, to go. But this week for sure is looking very, uh, <laughs> very slim. The, uh, the notes I, I didn't make any notes again, um, and you know what? That's that's on me. But I got a couple things here, so I'm gonna get into those. First of all, I want to say uh, thanks to everybody who listened to last week's episode. Man, that one was funny. Um, Lacey Carrier, she just she just raged all over her microphone, dude, and uh, and that that was a very uh, highly listened to episode. Uh, so way to go, Lacey. You brought in, uh, the listeners. We appreciate you. And, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of Lacey, uh, let us know. We'll see if we can make that happen. No promises or anything because, you know, it's all up to what she wants to do, of course. But, uh, boy, I had a fun time with that one. Um, even just like, even just recording and then like going back and listening, like, an hour after we finished recording is when I started really doing the editing. So, uh, so it was a quick turnaround, but I must've listened to that episode four or five times. So really, uh, (laughs) really enjoyed that one. And, uh, you know, it sort of felt like what episode 69 was supposed to be. (laughs) And, you know, there's, there's going to be much less talk about, uh, genitalia. Although maybe there'll be more, who knows? Um, but but the last two episodes have been pretty heavy on that, so I don't want to double down, you know, especially since it's just me. That could be a little awkward. Um, but yeah, like I said, let us know if you wanna if you wanna hear more of Lacey. I'm sure she'll be back on at some point, maybe if we haven't driven her away. Uh, but she seemed to have an okay time, and uh, I like to think that I'm not, uh, you know, too awkward or creepy or whatever but uh man it's uh I'm, I'm you know what I just love doing this so much because I get to talk to people you know like Lacey or you know it's really an excuse to just you know bullshit with my friends um but the added benefit of meeting new people and getting to know more about people and uh their story and and things that they <laughs> they've experienced man it's just it's just pretty cool so uh episode 71 you know that's uh that's where we are and i didn't think honestly at the start when we started doing this podcast when me and joe started this thing up uh episode 71 seemed so far away because it was you know it's over a year uh year gosh man we are quickly approaching a year and a half of this podcast. So if you've been with us from the start, uh, you know, what? shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter or something. We'll, we'll, uh, get back with you. Um, want to hear from you guys, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. Obviously, I think we, we need to get Jer back in here to pick up on our conspiracies, uh, series. I've got so much stuff on that still. Um, I actually think I've still have uh, did I get, I might've gotten rid of all of my alien stuff. 
know. I'll have to go back through and, and maybe watch again or uh, or write down some more notes. But regardless, uh, I think we need to get Jerry back in here. And also, uh, Larry. We need to get Larry back in here because, uh, you know, he went through his... Uh, he went through junior nationals. We need to sort of catch back up with him and see uh, see what his takeaway was from everything and and how that all went. So, uh, you know, lots to come from the podcast. So we hope that you guys are still enjoying it, that you're uh, letting your friends know about us um, because, you know what, we're not doing this to just talk, you know, for an hour. We're trying to, we're trying to grow this thing. So uh, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, uh, tell a friend, you know, tell your enemies, tell, uh, you know, maybe like, you know what, like as a prank or something, you could just like tell like somebody who you don't like at work, <laughs> man, wouldn't that be funny? Anyway, spread the word about the podcast evangelize for us, uh, because we don't know your friends, but you do. Um, so anyway, there have been a couple things this week and I want to start off. I'm, I'm coming in hot. All right. I want to read you guys a quote that I recently came across, and this quote has basically changed my life. And I don't want to drum it up too much, but it's something that I look at every day um, before I before I even really get out of bed. I you know I turn my phone on, I've got it saved, and I just sort of you know thumb over to it, and then I uh, I really just take it all in, and I, I let it be the driving motivator for how I approach the day. So I hope that you guys take away something from this. Um, this is from, uh, this is from the man himself, uh, Donald Trump from July 5th, 2018. All right. So really recent five days, recent five days ago, recent six days tomorrow. Anyway, I'm getting off track. I really want to read this to you guys. All right, here we go. I have broken more Elton John records. He seems to have a lot of records. And I, by the way, I don't have a musical instrument. I don't have a guitar or an organ. No organ. Elton has an organ and lots of other people helping. No, we've broken a lot of records. We've broken virtually every record. Because, you know, look, I only need this space. They need much more room. For basketball, for hockey, and all of the sports, they need a lot of room. We don't need it. We have people in that space, so we break all these records. Really, we do it without, like, the musical instruments. This is the only musical, the mouth. And hopefully the brain attached to the mouth, right? The brain, more important than the mouth, is the brain. The brain is much more important. So, there you go, guys. And um, I really hope you took something away from that, because I did not. I was lying to you. I don't. I don't let that be a driving motivator because honestly, I have no idea what it means. And if somebody wants to try to make sense of this, uh, <laughs> wants to try to make sense of this quote, please do. I mean, send me, uh, send us uh, your take. I I will post this up on Instagram so you guys can really just uh, sort of try to <laughs> try to figure this out for us. <laughs> Okay, I want to break this down bit by bit, though, okay? First of all, um, I don't know what beef Donald Trump and Elton John have. Is there, like, something that's, like, pre-existing? Something that I didn't know about that's already taken place in the past or something? Um, <laughs> because he starts out hot, coming in for Elton John, you know? He's broken... He's I have broken more Elton John records... What records? Specific. He, he specifically calls out Elton John records. Which records has Elton John broken? Or which, which sorry, which records has Donald Trump broken that belong to Elton John or used to belong to Elton John? I, I would love to know. Genuinely. Point them out because, I, I mean, has Donald Trump ever released like a, like a song? I mean, that'd be the worst song in the history of ever. I mean, it'd be worse than anything Dave, you know, David Hasselhoff's ever put out. Uh, God, I'm just thinking back to like Donald Trump circa uh, Home Alone Lost in New York. Where he's like, oh, it's that way. The pool's that way. You know, and he pointing Macaulay Culkin along. Um, but God, that just doesn't make sense, guys. I have no idea. 
I, I don't even know how to approach it. Like, I'm trying to think, like, maybe the only thing that he could have broken is, like, attendance at, like, a stadium. But even then would be super surprising because we're talking about Elton John, one of the most prolific musicians of mine or anyone's time. And apparently Donald Trump has somehow broken some of the records that he owns. So let me know what that one is. Uh, And I'm surprised that he doesn't have a musical instrument. Um, Actually, I'm not surprised. Donald Trump. Can you imagine Donald Trump playing like a guitar or something? God. (laughs) Just like singing. Country roads. Brink, brink, brink. Take me home. Brink, brink, brink. To Trump Tower. Eat a taco bowl. Isn't that what he... (laughs) Talking about taco bowls or whatever. Didn't he do that on like Cinco de Mayo last year? We have the best taco bowls at Trump Tower. Uh, fuck your, fuck your taco bowls. Um. So anyway, that's uh that's pretty interesting. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So he doesn't. He he doesn't have a guitar. He he said that. And he doesn't have an organ. I mean, uh, Donald Trump is very Dracula Draculean, as if if that's a thing. He should be playing an organ. Like if, if there's a if. <laughs> there's a musical instrument that Donald Trump should be playing, it's an organ. Um, and he should be playing it with his feet and with his hands. Cause that's how you play an organ. I've, I, that's some next level stuff, by the way, to play an organ. If you know how to do that, kudos to you. Cause I don't, I don't know. I don't think Donald Trump could move his hands and his feet at the same time. When Donald Trump walks, he walks with his right foot and his right hand swings forward. And then the left hand swings forward with the left foot. That's how he walks. He walks like he's in a Western. <laughs> he walks like at any point he's going to pull a gun out of his holster. And uh, and that's obvious. Um, although I highly doubt Donald Trump's ever shot a gun. But that's just that's just my take on it. Okay, so he doesn't have a gun, or he doesn't have a guitar, he doesn't have an organ. But Elton has an organ. And you know what? I believe that because Elton John, a uh, very talented musician. But, uh, and so that makes sense. Elton John probably has everything, you know? I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Elton John had a pan flute, you know? He could play he could play whatever he could play. Uh, obviously, a harmonica. I'm sure he can play all the stuff, you know? Obviously, we know about the his piano skills. I'm sure he's got guitar down and all that stuff. So, I'm not surprised about Elton John having an organ. Uh, and apparently Elton John's got a lot of people helping, but I have a feeling, and I haven't looked this up, so somebody can feel free to, uh, correct me on this one, but I have a feeling that Elton John's written most of his songs by himself. That's just a guess. So, while he, I'm sure he has producers and all that stuff, uh, you gotta think Elton John's carrying most of the weight himself here. I mean, he's gotta have a guy to press record, you know, and then just let Elton John be Elton John, you know? Throwing his star sunglasses. Actually, I don't think he's done that since like the 70s, but we can still pretend. Uh, so, okay. So he says, we've broken a lot of records. Okay. That's a different thing. So you, you said you started out saying you broke Elton John records, and now you're just broken records. I have a feeling you're just breaking Elton John records because you're just pissed off at Elton John, and you're just taking this out on. That's my guess. Um... Because he only needs this space. Now, what space is he talking about? The space around him? The space... It's just really hard to understand. I only need this space. You gotta have a feeling he, like, pantomimed, like, a circle around himself. With maybe, like, a... I don't know. Like, an eight-foot diameter around him. That's fine. I would like to see Donald Trump operate in an eight-foot diameter space. I think we'd all be better for it. And he wouldn't be holding all these rallies and stuff. Um, And then, for some reason, he gets into talking about sports. Basketball and hockey. Namely. Now, I don't know why you... Why you think... I mean, he says, for basketball, for hockey, and all the sports, they need a lot of room. I mean, they need... They need, like, a court, right? They need a court and and a rink which are comparable in size. But 
he says all the sports. So like ping pong, like table tennis, like they they're not using that much room, you know? Maybe the, maybe like a 20 foot diameter. You know, if they're getting wild and crazy and jumping and stuff. That's like a Joe and Johnny uh ping pong match. They uh they they get pretty wide. They might jump jump it out to 30 30 feet diameter. Um I'm just just like overall just confused about what he's trying to get at here. He said you need a lot of room. I mean, chess. Chess is considered a sport, right? I mean, it's like a mental sport. It's not like a sports sport. I mean, if we're being honest here. But I, I guess it's the definition of sport is still up in the air, you know? So if chess is considered a sport, because, I mean, look, SNL, they had cheerleaders for for <laughs> Bobby Fischer, you know? Where is he? Mm, I don't know. So, you know, chess, if that's considered a sport, you know, that's literally just like a a two foot by two foot table and then chairs on each side <laughs> and one of those little bell things on the side. So, and then, and then he just ends it all with, with some real mouth vomit or just some real, you know, uh, <laughs> what was the word I'm trying to think of? He, he ends it all. He ends it off with a bang. This is the only musical, the mouth and hopefully the brain attached to the mouth, right? Well, hopefully Donald, uh, <laughs> I don't think his brain at this point was attached to his mouth. Uh, definitely wasn't controlling the mouth. I think uh, yeah, I was talking uh, with my wife the other day about this uh, quote specifically, and we likened it to uh, a hamster that's on a wheel, and then you know the hamster just sort of loses its footing and then goes spinning around the wheel, <laughs> and it just sort of seems like the mouth is just going, 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 and the brain. Like just checked out, just check the fuck out. So, uh, so, <laughs> and hopefully the brain attached to the mouth, right? The brain more important than the mouth is the brain. The brain is much more important. Well, thank you, Donald. And uh, like I said, you guys feel free to let me know what in the world this could possibly mean because drawn blanks. Um, <laughs> oh God, he just. Uh, at this point, I'm just I'm just laughing. It's just it's all I can do to laugh because he does things that I just don't understand. Like number one, I don't. I mean, I don't really understand how he got voted in in the first place. But number two, um, when he just does stupid stuff like this, and he still has people supporting him, like that's that's the most nuts thing is that there are people still are out still out there wearing. Unironically wearing uh, "Make America Great Again" items and whatever, like <sighs> you know what I had to, like I felt like America was doing okay under Obama, but I'm sure everybody's got their everybody's got their things, right? So some people are gonna have it worse off than other people. I think overall we were sort of heading in the right direction, but I feel like. Uh, politics has become so much more divisive uh since trump took office and uh and look i mean we still got him for another couple years so i mean <laughs> at this point we're just making the best of what we got right it's like uh it's like if you start in on a piece of art and you paid a whole bunch of money for a canvas well you know i mean i guess you could paint over <laughs> you could paint over it but you know unless he's gonna get himself in some hot water which i mean cross your fingers dot your eyes maybe that'll happen um but uh, he just doesn't make any sense um <laughs> another uh headline in the news recent news uh so there was a thai soccer team that got stuck in a cave number one i mean why why are they in a cave um <laughs> just why like 12 people and a coach, uh, 12 boys and a coach, uh, in a cave. I have no idea why they were in water. Like they were trapped inside of the cave, uh, you know, and they would have had to go through the water to get back out. Um, but obviously, you know, probably a little disoriented. I don't know how they got there in the first place is what I'm saying. Um, but 
the good news is that uh, as of, gosh, uh, this morning, updated this morning at 10.32 a.m., uh, everybody's been rescued. So it's good to see positive uh, positive news because you don't see it that often. Uh, but I got a lot of questions. I guess I haven't read up on it that much. There's probably more out there that that can be known about this story that I just don't know about. So, you know, but it's it's good that uh, Thai, the Thai Navy SEALs. I didn't even know there were, like, I know other countries have a Navy, but I didn't know that they, like, had a specialty division within each Navy that, that called themselves SEALs. Like, I just thought that was an American thing. Um, but apparently the Thai Navy SEALs rescued them. Uh, there was a casualty, uh, and it was a volunteer diver, I guess. He he try, he was trying to help out and didn't really work out. So that's unfortunate. So it wasn't a clean, like, it wasn't clean, but everybody who was trapped got, got rescued. So that's good. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Sort of an unfortunate uh, thing for that diver, but at least uh, I I hope he he sort of you know it wasn't in vain. I hope he like got to the got to them and delivered supplies or something, and uh, and and didn't didn't go out not delivering on something. You know that just sort of <laughs> I think that would sort of suck, but it's uh like I said it's good it's good to see. Um, they were given an anti-anxiety drug for the journey out. Wow. I mean, I guess that makes sense because you'd be freaking out. Like I, me especially. Like I don't like, I don't like tight spaces, myself. Um, and so if I'm in a cave, like it better be like a cavern, like a giant cavern that I don't have to squeeze through any kind of uh, slim opening because that's not that's not something I want to deal with I would definitely freak out I don't know how people do it man like I don't I've I've watched uh, documentaries and stuff before about spelunking which by the way hilarious word um but people like get a thrill off this stuff and I've seen like videos before where people are like oh I'm stuck and then they have to like calm themselves down and like just wiggle, you know, for a while and then they eventually break free. But why? <laughs> like, is the risk worth the reward? You know, like, I have a feeling like if we want to explore these underwater caves, like at this point, can't we just do like unmanned, you know, like little, like robots, just send them into the cave? I'd, we don't need to go in there, you know? Whoa, 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 Johnny, whoa, calm down there, boy. Here's a sugar cube. Guys, it's July. We need to talk about our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com jumbled to get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. The book that we're going to talk about this month is A Polaroid Guy in a Snapchat World by David Spade. Narrated by David Spade. It's about six and a half hours long. This book And this book... Uh, David Spade reflects on his SNL days and also talks about his life now through a series of takes such as why it's getting harder to date younger women, the dad life, and being the battle-tested vet on set. Whether he's talking about the far too easy task of breaking up via iMessage or feeding the trolls and losing online, when David displays his humor and filthy mind on being middle-aged, he's in a league of his own. This audiobook was created with Audible in mind. It's pretty cool. They wrote it and they created it. Um, that and this was the end goal to get on Audible, so head over and find the new comedic memoir, which will take you along for the sometimes embarrassing and always hilarious ride of getting older in our fleeting Snapchat world. Guys, that's the book. If you want to listen to that, great. If you want to listen to something else, hey, cool. Just head over to audibletrial.com/jumbled. They got all the books. Like I've said before, numerous times, you guys know. They've got so many books, so you're going to find something you like. I guarantee it, and we guarantee that you are going to like the rest of this episode. So let's get back to it. Uh, it caves have also sort of been ruined ever since that movie. Oh, God, what was the name of that movie? With the uh, with the little alien dudes that lived in the cave. 
I'm looking it up right now. Hmm. I'm looking it up. The Descent. Have you guys ever seen The Descent? That one's sort of fucked up. But it's like they are sensitive to sound, I believe. Or movement. I can't really recall. Let me see. I'm going to go to the IMDb and read this, read the description for you guys. Uh, it's really short, but you'll at least be able to get somewhat of an understanding. A caving expedition goes horribly wrong as the explorers become trapped and ultimately pursued by a strange breed of predators. So they're like humanoid, uh, weird things. Doesn't make much sense, but um, yeah, there's like a, like a pool of blood at one point that somebody falls into. Ugh. Oh, there's a part two. There's a Descent Part 2. 2009. They took four years off and they tried to redo it. Let's see here. Oh, and that's probably why it's gotten a 5.8 out of 10. What was the original? What did the original one get? See, it got a 7.2 out of 10. And, uh, yeah, I feel like that's about right. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't bad, but it, uh, ugh. Yeah, that's another reason why it's like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to go into a cave, you know? So maybe that's what they were trying to do. Maybe maybe they were pursuing a humanoid creature, this Thai soccer team. They were trying to be heroes. That's why you just don't try to be a hero, you know? Just leave them be. Leave those creatures in the cave alone. How is there a pool of blood? Like, are they, like, like obviously they've they've eaten things. They don't enjoy the blood, I guess. They drain all the blood into a little, into a little lake. Which maybe they, I don't know. It's really weird. But, yeah, that's a, another reason why I'm not going to a cave. I have been in a cave before. And uh, I'm trying to remember what the cave, the Wyandotte Caves in Indiana. Shout out to Southern Indiana. I've been to that, but it's been a long time ago. But it was, like I said, it was one of those situations where it was uh, a large cavern. I didn't have to. And I didn't venture very far. I was like, ooh, yeah, stalactites, stalagmites, columns. Ooh, cool. Hey, there's a bat. All right, hey, let's get the fuck out of here. You know, I don't need to be here. <laughs> smells like shit. And, uh, yeah, a little creep. A little creepy. The, maybe the only cave I'd ever want to see is, like, the caves with, like, the bioluminescent algae or, or whatever, you know, where it's, like, you know, they glow. That'd be pretty sweet. It'd be like looking... It'd be like looking at the night sky, but inside of a cave. But isn't that like, aren't those caves like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they're deep underwater. Like, you, you gotta like surface up inside of like a rock formation, and then they're up inside of there. I don't know. I'm probably making that up too. But that would that would be pretty cool. That'd be like the only thing. But the, go, the cool thing, like, caves are cool. Like, I just don't want to go in it. They like they find all kinds of like, you know, creatures that obviously like they have no need to see because it's dark as shit in a cave. So they like have uh, evolved without eyes, and they just do everything by by feel, like touch and and sound and stuff like that. So that's pretty nuts. Um, but you know, that's the world. I did watch. <laughs> And this is completely unrelated. Well, sort of related, but not really. We, uh, the other day, let's see, it was over the weekend. Sunday? Yeah. I want to say it was Sunday. We, uh, we were getting ready to go to the park, me and, uh, me and my two girls. <clears throat> and we were going to let, uh, let mama do some resting. She was tired. And so, uh, you know, the kids were resting or whatever, and then we started in on a movie on Netflix while they were while they were resting, and it was a Brendan Fraser movie. And God, what happened to that dude, huh? Brendan Fraser. I need to look this dude up because he last thing he did was like, I mean, he's done something recently on like HBO or something. I'm trying to recall exactly what. Hmm, Condor? I think that's what. Maybe Condor or maybe Trust? I don't know. It's hard to say. But it looks like he's sort of getting in, getting back into the swing of things. 
he did <laughs> he did a, an interview I think recently where there was just a whole lot of awkward silence and pauses and it's almost like he forgot how to can like how to be interviewed <laughs> and I mean I I don't blame him I'd probably be pretty awkward on in front of a camera too but I mean the dude was huge back in back in the late 90s early 2000s huge Brendan Fraser uh Fraser uh, not Fraser uh he's a Canadian uh he's, he's oh he well he was born in Indianapolis but he has Canadian parents so Johnny said he was a Canadian boy he's got Canadian blood that's for sure but he was born in Indiana uh, another Indiana guy. What up? Um, but that one's for you, Joe. Uh, just drank into the mic. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, back to what it was. I want to see if I can find it in, in this list here. Uh, no, that wasn't it. This had to have been pretty far back. Monkey Bone, The Mummy Returns, Quite American. No, see, now we're getting too far here. It's got to be like, oh, this is pre-George of the Jungle. It had to have been. Oh, God. What was the name of that movie? All right, hold on. I'm going to look it up. Because he was with PETA from uh, uh, the uh, whatever that goddamn book series is called uh brendan fraser because he was like he they went to like a russian they went to like uh reykjavik or something like that and they met up with this lady who was the daughter of a scientist or whatever and they went into a cave well they went out to try to find this thing because brendan fraser was like a seismologist or whatever you call them people who look at all the uh you know earthquakes and and volcanic eruptions and you know tectonics and all that stuff so he brought PETA which I'm just going to refer to him as PETA because everybody knows who I'm talking about a young PETA brought him along and uh and then they went and Brennan Fraser grabbed this metal thing out of the ground and then a storm blew in out of nowhere and then some weird explosive lightning shot down. Because I have a feeling lightning probably doesn't act the way that it did in this movie. <laughs> it was like literally like little little explosions. Like you didn't see. There was no flash. There was no lightning flashes that I saw. It was just like weird explosions. And then Brennan Fraser running like a goofball. And then eventually they're like, you can't keep carrying the metal thing. Like, of course, you're in a storm like why would you have that in the first place leave it where it is hopefully it doesn't get struck you can come back out and get it later but no he's running like a goofball with this metallic thing over his head pointing up in the sky <laughs> pointing straight up in the sky and uh you know just asking for trouble and then he finally makes it into this cave and then another lightning bolt strikes right above the opening of the cave and all these rocks fall and they trap him inside so it's it's brennan fraser Peta and uh, this other actress. I'm not sure what her name was. I'm try still trying to figure out the name of this movie. But then they, they're trying to figure out a way out of this cave. Number one, probably just stay where you are, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they're right there by the entrance, you know. Maybe you could have, I don't know, figured something out. <laughs> but they... Um, <laughs> I gotta hold on. I gotta figure out the name of this movie. Uh, world under the world. I'm trying to figure out what. Brandon Fraser. God. Hold on. Uh, here I gotta. Maybe if I figure out the name of this. Uh, actor. Josh Hutcherson. All right. Josh Hutcherson, IMDb. Because he's probably got fewer accolades. So maybe I'll be able to find out what his thing was. 
Let's see here. Trashy girls, ape. Okay, obviously not none of those. Oh, wait. Journey to the center of the earth. Maybe that's the one it was. But whoa, that's... Oh, okay. This is like later than I thought. Okay, this is 2008. Okay, so this is the one I was talking about. Journey to the center of the earth. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this one. But one thing I thought was just hilarious is... Okay, so I'm going to... If you haven't seen this 10-year-old movie yet, <laughs> I'm going to spoil it right now for you. And you're not really missing much, but it did sort of get me. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I did stick around and watch it for a, for a long while. And I watched it all the way to the end. And my kids were like, let's go to the park. And I was like, hold on. I'm watching this Brendan Fraser movie. <laughs> uh, uh, that's sad. Um, no, but I was watching I was watching it. And, uh, okay, so they made it into the cave, right, after Brendan Fraser... Uh, it was an idiot running with a metallic thing in a lightning storm. And they decide to turn around, walk the other direction. And they're like, oh, maybe we'll find another way out. Okay, that, that sort of makes sense, I guess. Let's like leave little marks or something so you can make your way back to where you just were. Because your best shot is probably just trying to figure out how to get out there, out the, out the main part, you know? But, of course, they didn't do that. So they're, they're walking through. And, uh, you know, Brandon Fraser is like, oh, yeah, I'm good at, you know, uh, I'm really good at directions. And then he almost walks off the edge, like, into a pit. Of course, like, the lady grabs him or whatever and sort of, like, holds him back. You know, it's sort of one of those things where he's, like, leaning. He's like, whoa, whoa. And then, of course, this 130-pound lady is just sort of able to pull Brandon Fraser out back. So, like, okay, well, they decide they, they need to... Uh, go down this rock face with some rope that they conveniently had uh, for no reason whatsoever. And so they get to the bottom of this pit and uh, and then for some reason the kid, uh, Josh Hutcherson, he ends up freaking out. And so he's like trying to call somebody. And they're, at this point they're like, I don't know. I... I knows probably a couple hundred meters under under the the earth i i I would guess at this point and so of course he's not getting anything okay that makes sense so they keep walking apparently this is a abandoned mine shaft there was some sort of big thing that had happened there a bunch of people died 80 some people whatever it's a movie and um and so they, like, get on these mine carts, and of course, like, Josh Hutcherson's taking, like, an easy ride, and then Brendan Fraser and the uh, and the lady are, like, like, um, like almost, almost die on this ride, whatever. And so, of course, it's very Brendan Fraser at the end. He's, like, you know, he throws in his quippy line or whatever when Josh Hutcherson comes rolling by, and he's, like, oh, that was awesome. What happened to you guys? But eventually, they, like, get to, like, this water slide. I call it a water slide. They fell through the floor of like the cave or whatever. And they fell and they were holding a conversation while they're falling. Have you ever like, uh, you got to figure like the sound of the air rushing by your ears would probably have something would probably get in the way of you holding a conversation with somebody, but they were just falling and like they had enough time to like, you know, throw pauses in <laughs> And not scream at the top of their lungs like I would have been screaming from the start to the end. But they were actually carrying a conversation on during the movie, which I was like, all right, guys, like, let's either make this let's either make this shaft shorter or, you know, have them scream. I, I mean, like there there are several different options that could have happened. So they're holding a conversation, whatever. Uh, Brendan Fraser's eventually like, oh, I think this might be, uh, it could turn into a water slide. So, of course, it does turn into a water slide, whatever. So, they eventually hit some water, and they go flying out into this world under the earth. It's like, it's literally a journey to the center of the earth. It's a world inside of the world. Underneath magma and all that stuff, which, okay, whatever. Um, and then the kid, he's like in the middle of the earth, 
Okay, and remember, a little bit ago, he's trying to call somebody, and it's at they're at 300 meters or whatever below the surface, and nothing. He couldn't get a signal at all. And then they're like out on this ocean, and he gets a call from his mom. He's at the center of the earth. <laughs> play, that's some goddamn good service. Like, who do you have, dude? Who do you have? I mean, even even the Verizon dude is like, you can hear me? Holy shit. I didn't know our service was that good. Like, it does. It would make no, no sense whatsoever. So he gets a call and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, we're... We're out doing whatever. He's trying to make up an excuse as to what he's doing. But it's like, how are you holding a conversation at the center of the earth? And they and they had said like, oh, yeah, this uh, this ecosystem is surrounded by a layer of magma. Okay, so your cell phone signal is able to travel through molten rock <laughs> to make it to your phone. And there, it just, it was a perfect call, you know? And, uh, I don't know. It was just ridiculous, but it roped me in so hard. And I think it, most Brendan Fraser movies do. Like, uh, what was that one with, uh, man, I'm really good at this. Um, I can't remember. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of all the mummy movies. Obviously, uh, Bedazzled was the one I was thinking of with, uh, that actress. I was trying to think of the actress's name. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley. That's it. I, I remember I was like, oh yeah, Elizabeth Hurley. She's a... Uh, that was the main reason I was like, oh, let's watch Bedazzled. You know, Elizabeth Hurley was in the movie. Um, But, and she was like the devil or whatever. You know, because that's a very Brennan Fraser movie. He's definitely stereotyped, you know. They, they pigeonholed him, put him in a lot of movies that he probably... I mean, it was all sort of the same thing, right? He was in the one with uh, with all the Looney Tunes. What was that one called? I have no idea. That one was released in the 2000s, I believe. I have no idea. But anyway, so he's done some stuff for like voice acting and whatnot, but... The Affair. I think that's what I was talking about. He was in The Affair? Maybe? Anyway, he, he packed on a bunch of weight. I think it looks like he's lost some of it, but uh, I don't know. I hope the best for Brendan Fraser because I always liked watching his movies. Oh, I'll tell you the one I really liked, and i gotta find. I got to find it. I'm looking through all his stuff now. Uh, it was the one where he was... Oh, God, what was it? It was the one where he w- was from, like, the 50s. And he, he grew up in a bomb shelter. Oh, what was that one called? Not George of the Jungle. Blast from the Past. That one is cool. From 99. That was a pretty cool uh, Alicia Silverstone. That's right. She was in there. Uh, but yeah, he was he's from like the 50s or something. So he grew up inside of this bomb shelter. And he came out and he... Yeah, that one was nuts. That's a pretty good... Uh, pretty good, you know concept for a movie christopher walken another one of my faves was in that movie man what's he what's he up to i'm just looking around now at like wow so he was born in 43 so that would make him what 80 um uh, 85 yeah 85 years old 75 75 he's 75 years old i know math um yeah chris walken man he's uh He's still one of my faves. Still one of the top. So, I got off on a Brendan Fraser kick there. But yeah, I like all those mummy movies and whatnot. Uh, You know what? And I even like The Scorpion King. And I know most people didn't really care for that. But you know what? Screw it. I liked it. And um, I know that Brendan Fraser wasn't in that one. But The Rock was. And uh, as we all know, I'm a big fan of The Rock. (laughs) So... Uh, that's that. What else do I have here? I feel like I might have a couple different other things. Eh, I mean, we're on the topic of movies. I, uh, I was thinking today, I'm, uh, I'm a, I love movies. 
of course, but I'm I'm a sucker for the really quotable ones. You know, so any mostly comedy stuff. So, of course, Anchorman. Everybody loves Anchorman. Everybody likes 40-Year-Old Virgin. I was just thinking about this earlier, and I posted on Instagram earlier, on my personal Instagram. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. That was my jam. I knew, uh, and at one point, I knew all the words. If you would have sat me down in front of a, you know how they do the script reading for, like, movies, whatever, TV shows or whatever, they have a script reading where they have the whole cast there, they give everybody a script, and and everybody goes through their lines and reads them, you know, one at a time, and then they even have people there that, you know, provide a little bit of feedback or whatever. Or it, sometimes, like, the last episode of The Office, they record it, or they, they recorded it. If you were to just, uh, you know what, just let me run it. Let me run the Napoleon Dynamite script read. I'll just do the whole thing. And you know what? I'll even do it in the voices. I, at one point, I knew all the words to that entire movie. I just watched it so much. <laughs> uh, sort of sad, but it's also one of those classics. Like, John Hedder, like, I don't... And I'm getting ready to look up John Hedder on IMDb, too, because that's apparently what this episode is. So, if you don't like it, then, you know, it is whatever... But uh, that's from 2004. I would have I been a sophomore. Um, Napoleon Dynamite. That's awesome. Um, he hasn't done much since. Well, he's been doing some stuff. But yeah, I'd like, I think it's sort of related to Napoleon Dynamite. Just the awkwardness. Not really the... Uh, I didn't really look like uh, Napoleon Dynamite. But I definitely could... Uh, could get with the awkwardness in Napoleon Dynamite. Not eating uh, tater tots all the time. And uh, didn't have somebody screaming at me to eat a quesadilla. But, uh, but <laughs> I don't know. There was something about me. It was, it was sort of the underdog mentality of Napoleon Dynamite that uh, sort of captivated me, drew me in. So that and I had a small Hispanic friend named Pedro. And uh, good old Pedro. I wonder how he's doing nowadays. Uh, he's got a sledgehammer, bicycle. Uh, God, I'm a nerd. If you guys didn't get that, that was another uh, Napoleon Dynamite reference, uh, because that's the model of bicycle that he has. Man, this podcast. I'm really trying to make something out of nothing at this point, um, and I'm not gonna try much, much more. So. Uh, and the other thing I had to talk about is just a bullshit topic that I really, you know, I don't want to talk about at this point. So I think 45 minutes is going to be <laughs> going to be good enough for this episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed me ruining uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the journey to the center of this podcast. Um, but. That's going to be that, guys. I'm going to wrap it up here. It's going to be a nice 50-minute episode. And, uh, you know, sometimes you gotta you got to have the, the smaller ones. Um, but I hope you guys have enjoyed this one. Uh, if you want to check us out uh, on social media, just search for Jumbled Podcast. We're on there. Uh, you, you'll find us. Uh, trust me. Just look for the art. And uh, if you want to send an email to us, that would be jumbledpodcast@gmail.com. Um, obviously you're listening somewhere, uh, but if you want to listen elsewhere, we are on, uh, iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on, uh, Google Play Music, we're on Player.fm, we're on SoundCloud, uh, if you want to listen elsewhere, go for it, man, it all comes back to the same spot, um, so you're not hurting us by listening on one platform or over the other, um, but, you know. Uh, I don't really care where you listen. As long as you're listening, as long as you're sharing with your friends, uh, head over to iTunes. Even if you listen somewhere else, leave us a rating and review. Please, somebody help us get to uh, 10 reviews. We're sitting strong at 9 right now. Um, just need one more to push us over the edge. So uh, let's see if we can get to number 10 here. And we'll give you a shout out on the podcast uh, for, for being number 10. Uh, I don't know that there's any kind of consolation prize other than just being mentioned uh, and our undying love, love. but uh, 
yeah, somebody help us help us out. Get us get us to ten likes and then, or ten uh, rating and review, uh, and then uh, like I said, share us with your friends. Let uh, share us with your parents. Share us with your grandparents if you want. Don't share it with my grandparents because um, I'm trying to keep it away <laughs> keep it away from them. Uh, although this one probably be safe. This be a, uh, an okay one to to play for. Don't just n- not episode sixty nine or seventy. Uh, just stay away from those two, Grandma, and we'll be fine. Uh, although now you're gonna go back and listen to, listen to them, and uh, you know what? Just enter with an open mind. That's all I'm saying. Um, and if you want to uh, be a patron to the podcast, head over to Patreon.com/jumbled and give what you feel comfortable with. Uh, we want to give a big thanks to our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled for your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Uh, because we all like audiobooks. Because our arms get tired when we read regular books. And uh, if you're like me and you read while you're laying down, the book always inevitably falls out of your hands and lands on your face. And then you look like an idiot, but hopefully nobody's around to see it. Uh, but, you know... I'm not uh, I'm not that lucky. Most of the time, somebody spots me with a book falling on my face, and then I just spaz out a little bit, and then you know it's okay. I, I recover quickly. I'm able to laugh at myself, and uh, and that's what I'm doing with this episode. I'm just really, really just la- I'm gonna laugh at myself afterwards, and uh, but it's all for you guys. Just recording for you guys, um, and it's partially for me too. But uh, but we appreciate you guys coming back and listening, and we hope you'll be back next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. See you later, guys.